Love can open your eyes in our world. For some reason, uh, as soon as I press record, I forgot. Forgot what we were doing. Where are we? What are we What's doing? Happening? What's happening? Yeah. I've had those moments this I, week a couple of times. Weird. It's been a mm -hmm. weird week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the clubhouse. I'm Beth. And I'm Kirsten. And this is the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. We want to welcome our new listeners in Harjuma and White Plains, New York. And you, also, you as, didn't, I didn't say oh, I'm going to. Okay. I'm and sorry. also, Estonia. Which is, Katya did some research on Estonia for a presentation, yes. and it's kind of on our list of possibly places to go. Well, mm -hmm. we have to go mm -hmm. on our, well, so it's Harjuma, Estonia. So that's the city. Oh, duh. <laughs> Normally, I'm the one. Wait a minute. Can we rewind? <laughs> no, we have to keep that oh, in now. Boy. Okay. Wait. But you know what? We'll put it on our tour. Arjuma, right? Estonia. Estonia. And I don't know if White that's Plains, how you New say York. It. But we are very grateful to everybody who listens. Yes. So welcome, okay. welcome. It's, it's mm -hmm. been a few weeks since we recorded a couple of weeks, I it's think. It's true. And since then, we I thought we could talk about, just very briefly, we went to the Smashing Pumpkins. We yes. loved Smashing. We did. We um, And they were phenomenal. They That was one of the best shows I've seen, I think, ever, quite I frankly. I think so. It the, was. It the was, Pumpkins were. Yes. We don't have to talk no, about the no, rest no, of the show. No, 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 we're not going to talk about the rest of the show. That was less than. Yes. The pumpkins, the were, pumpkins amazing. were amazing. And their show was spectacular. It was spectacular. The energy that they brought to the stage was phenomenal. Yep. I enjoyed every, everything about that, that concert. I did too. And I, the Smashing Pumpkins. But I'm laughing because, <laughs> I don't know if you heard this, but so... It, the crowd was our age-ish and older. Yeah. So mm -hmm. most people sat most of the time. You got mm -hmm. up and danced a little. I didn't really yep. do that. But as soon as the pumpkins came on, that one girl in front of us, who I loved, she was they, her with her friends, they were like mid-20s. Yes. Love it. She stands up and someone behind us yells, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not hear that. No, I'm sorry. But even if your whole section is sitting down, it is a concert. And people get to stand. You cannot so, expect people to sit nope, down. No, you have to expect that people are going to be standing yeah. and dancing. Karen, That's, it's, a, it's a concert. It was funny. I yes. laughed. But that was a great show. So, yes. And then we've seen some. We've been to the bookstore. We we've saw been some a couple things. of times to the bookstore. I thought maybe the last one we went to, I got punked. That was weird. Uh -huh. But still, we things had a, we weird. Always, it doesn't matter. Even in an interview where I feel like I'm punked, it's still a great time. Yes. I know we're such nerds. I yeah, don't I know. care. Mm -hmm. So that's about all that's going on, right? Oh, your daughter was in her musical. She was in her musical Legally, Legally Blonde. Blonde. So that's Oh awesome. my God. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> the songs were phenomenal. And everybody did amazing job. It and was you super saw fun. every show. Of course I did. I know. I'm glad. I yeah. think that's great. I see, but people people say that not just you. Like uh, people at work have been like, you went to every show, Why and I'm like, you? you go to every basketball game your child plays, like that you can make. I mean, you try to go to all of them. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go to every musical performance? I wouldn't. I love yeah. musicals. You know where I, I stand know. on musicals. And you know, I've got my spot, and I love it. Right. And I, I, I just enjoy watching it so much. And you can't. It's just the best. Especially like there are for sure musicals like Pippin. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a little old school with the musicals. I loved Cats. I know people don't get it today because they probably don't know the story and all that. But I love Cats. I love the music. If 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 it's a show I like, mm -hmm. I would I would for sure. But if my kid were in it, why wouldn't you go every episode? I, I was every episode. Every episode of the musical. I mean, do you know how many <laughs> tennis matches this have? I, uh -huh. I know. I'm Bad. telling you. Baseball, basketball, football, all the sports, sports ball. ball. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
So, case for this episode, super excited. It is. We're reviewing and recapping Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yay! Which first ooh, aired ooh, ooh, on December 4, 1977. Yep. For some reason, that surprised me a little. I always felt like it was 80s for some... I don't know why. I, because I think somebody picked it up on cable in the 80s Probably. and we used to be able to see it yes, on I cable think, in the I 80s. Think H- HBO had it on Probably. for a while, but I, I think, think it was right. on like other cable stations mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. It isn't anymore, but I think that's a whole Muppet uh, copyright thing, yes. which is... It, so it could be on Disney, I suppose. I suppose. We... We watched it. We did stream it. It was streaming on Amazon Prime, but I don't think they show it on like ABC, NBC. I think I have like, don't tell Tim, but three copies of the DVD because if I can't find one, I just order another one. Right. It's okay. They're like $8. I I streamed it, but they're really cheap. And it's worth every penny and more. Truly. Yes. So according to the Muppet Fandom Wiki page, again, these fandom wiki pages that I found for movies have been phenomenal. But that's because if you're going to be in a fandom, you're going to know... Yep. And you're not going to misinform. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, I love that. Yep. It's a great community. It is. Emmett Otter Jug, Otter's Jug Band Christmas is a one-hour Christmas special, which aired on the CBC case. Oh, on yeah. December 4, 1977. So, oh, I guess I was right. And HBO on December 17th, 1978. Okay. So this is probably then technically our first Canadian yeah. TV movie. I think so. Yay! Yay! I'm, doing oh, a, I'm doing a Kermit. Canada. Our home and native land. I don't even know if that's the words. I, I don't know. I think <laughs> all I can think of is the episode of the Goldbergs where his his um employee goes to see a it's they're playing like oh the Canadian yes. whatever and they say stand up to sing the you know your national anthem and yes. he starts singing that one. Yes. Even though they're in the United States. Anyway, I was doing my Kermit you were shake, but you can't see that because no. we're not we're not on YouTube. No, nor will we ever be. No, because <laughs> it would take too much. <laughs> so anyway, 1977, people. IMDb describes it as a poor otter family risks everything for the chance to win the cash prize of a talent contest for Christmas. Aww. So this episode features Jim Henson's Muppets. Now, for those of you who don't know what a Muppet is exactly, I'm going to just share some examples of Muppets. So Sesame Street. Yep. Bear in the Big Blue House. Mm-hmm. Yoda from Star Wars, which mm-hmm. is going to come back in a minute. And the Fraggles from Fraggle Rock. Mm-hmm. So those are all Muppets. Welcome to the Blue House. Do, 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 do. Hello, I'm the small mouse. Things to do. Fun for you in the House of Blue. Right. Sorry. Just no. a little. <laughs> I live in my brain for a One of my very, very favorite songs is the Goodbye Song. I know. Baron Luna. Luna. Oh, mm. oh, we love you. So there are no live action characters, meaning there's no actual humans, actors in the show. But mm-hmm. they all these Muppets are run by one to who knows how many people. Yep. There are, it, it's a it's incredibly intricate and beautiful mm-hmm. way to perform. But if you want to know more about that, there's lots of, give it a goop. Give it a goop. So Case, our yes. friend Paul Williams is back. Ah, we promised you all we'd be back with yes, Paul Williams, yes, who yes. was uh, guest starred in The Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Meet Dracula. Yes, he did. So we already talked about his acting career. If you want to know more about that, go back and listen to that episode in, mm-hmm. from October. But we're going to talk about some of the songs that he wrote because he was a very, he's a very, very famous Just songwriter. Just an old fashioned love song coming down in two part harmony. Just hey, an old song. Next one. You and me against the world. Ready? 
I don't remember any more of that. Okay, oh, okay. Next one. Rainy days and Mondays always get me. One of my favorite down. songs of all time. And the other Carpenter song. We've only just begun to live. I did not know he wrote those songs, those I, two for the Carpenters. I didn't know either until no. just this moment. And there's a lot more songs. Yes. He's a prolific. He wrote yep. most, he wrote all the songs for Muppet Movie. Incredibly talented. He's incredibly talented. Yes. And and he's and he seemed like he's a fun guy. He's in his eighties now. And he just, I would, I would, I would love to meet Paul me Williams. Too. I truly would. Come I on truly the show, would. Paul Williams. Come on, Paul. I have, I have hashtagged him. He does have an Instagram account, but I don't know how active he is on it because, yeah. you know, he's a he's an elderly gentleman now, mm -hmm. so you know that he gets to retire. Right. He can do whatever he wants. You but can. if he would love to come on the show and talk to us, we would we have would him and welcome heartbeat. him. Oh my gosh. With open arms. Oh my gosh. So, case according to IMDb, Jim Henson asked Paul Williams to write the music. And he told Paul Williams that this this show was a trial run for the Muppet movie. The film com company wanted to be sure, the film company financing the Muppet movie, wanted to be sure that Jim Henson could handle the technical duties needed for a full feature-length film of Muppets. Yes. So keep in mind at this point, Sesame Street's out. Yep. The Muppet show is out. Yep. Presumably, the Muppet movie script was at least partway underway at this point. Yes. And, and the film company said, we'll finance it, but make this show first, Emmett Otter. Okay. And if it's successful, we'll go ahead with the Muppet movie. Okay. When it was greenlit, he came back and asked Williams to write the music for the Muppet movie. Yeah. That came out two years later. And then in... 2019, you and I went to see it. It was the 40th anniversary or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I said to you, oh, I can't believe it. I forgot Orson Welles when it wasn't. And you said, what? when was Orson Welles oh, in it? Yes. That time I was sleeping. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, Jim. I have nothing against you. I just, you know, it's dark. I'm comfy and I fall asleep. I want to say it's, I'm curious to know more about the Paul Williams and Jim Henson relationship yeah. yeah because paul williams was on the muppet show all the time he was yeah he was he was truly a that's how i recognized him i recognized him from the muppet show and from um and from that that one episode of hardy boys he did yeah which was actually the same year that that emmett otter came out busy but, man. but by the time this all came out both of them were very famous. Uh -huh. I mean, Jim Henson and Paul yes, Williams. Yes. You're right. I'm gonna, we should look into we that. Should. That's interesting. Yeah. I, it would be interesting Write to know down. that. I feel like Jim Henson would have been a great boss. Mm -hmm. Yep. Although that would have been a collaboration. More but you know, that's boss. always been a secret dream of mine to be yeah. on Sesame Street. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? I have a Kermit the Frog tattoo, girl. I want to sing with a Muppet. I want to just be a Muppet. Okay. Or hang out with them all Well, I day. can sing with you then. I could own. What kind of store do they need that they don't have? Well, they don't have a bookstore, do they? Oh, I don't think so. Just so saying. I could be the bookstore lady. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Bookstore Lady. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the voice actors. Yes. Marilyn Sokol is the voice of Ma Otter. Aw. Case, when yeah. I saw her picture, I immediately recognized her. Because she's she is in one of my, in two of my favorite 70s movies, I've talked about on this podcast how much I love The Goodbye Girl. Yes. I that is far and away one of the best movies. I think I just love it so much. So she's in that. And the other movie she's in is Foul Play. Do you remember that with Chevy Chase and Goldie I Hawn? I do. She's the one who was telling Goldie Hawn's character that she, remember she took out her purse. She had all the things in her purse to like beat up uh, somebody who might mug her. Yes. And she had like brass knuckles. And yes. I yes. loved her character. She was not a huge part of the movie, but she was very memorable. Yes. So she also has voiced several characters on Sesame Street. Jerry Nelson is the voice of Emmett Otter. 
He has won a Grammy, a Primetime Emmy, and a Daytime Emmy Award. He's voiced a lot of Muppets through the years. His most notable Muppet voices are Count Von Colt, Kermit's nephew, Robin. He's one of my favorites. And he did, did a lot of the Fraggles. Okay. So next, let's talk about Frank Oz. Mm-hmm. Frank plays the voice of Chuck. Yes. Frank Oz. And one of the soundbite we're doing has actually Chuck's voice. Frank. So Frank Oz, if you don't know him from the, his voicing of Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and Animal, you will probably recognize him as the voice of Yoda. Yes. And he was the voice of Yoda. And I, and I believe he was a puppeteer for Yoda, too, in all of the feature film Star Wars movie franchise movies. Yes. And in several of the other things he's done the voice too, but I don't know like if he's I don't know that he's still doing the voice in the what's being produced today. Oh yeah. So, at any rate, if you've seen any feature films on Star Wars, then you know his voice. Kermit, my favorite muppet. Yes. I'm sorry all other muppets, it's not that I love you less, it's just that Kermit's my favorite. I shouldn't say sorry or whatever, but at any rate, Kermit's my favorite. He has a really small role, but he, so he was voiced by Jim Henson himself. I think Kermit was one of the original Muppets. Like he's the very first kind of, and he was a puppet originally, yes. like in the fifties mm-hmm. and sixties. Mm-hmm. So he was the one who voiced Kermit until he, he died. Jim Henson died in 1990. Yes. So let's talk about Emmanuela. Oh, here we go. We love you. I just, I just have to say it. I show this to my students every single year. Right. And it never gets old. I don't think, so let me ask you this before you say your first sentence. Did, I don't think Kermit rode a bike on the Muppet show mm-hmm. or in Sesame Street. No, because so this when might he did be it. the first time he did it on film. Oh yeah. Because it was Muppet movie made, they made a big deal out of it. And yes. then Muppets Take Manhattan, he rode the bicycles too. Yeah. Remember? And then they had the, the yes. Yeah. They had the little dancing. Right. Yes. So Kermit is riding a bicycle yeah. at the very beginning. It's so cute. And he crashes into a signpost and the signposts, uh, the sign points to Waterville in one direction and Frogtown Hollow, where Emmett and his ma live in the other direction. I wonder if I took the script away. I bet you could talk about every scene. I could. I know. You probably don't even need to look at the Uh, script. It's true. Uh, The Riverbottom gang in a convertible stop and uh, they argue about whether Kermit is a frog or a toad. (laughs) And then they drive off after stealing his car. Oh, Kermit. Kermit Kermit warns us that we're going to see them again because like Ma and Emmett, they're a part they're of the story. They're a part of the story. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. The camera pans over Frogtown Hollow and then into the shacks of Frogtown Hollow. All right, then cut to a small boat where Emmett and his Ma are singing the bathing suit Grandma War. Which is so... Give us a little. I knew you were going to do know, that, and know, it's know, not on my yeah, mind yeah, right now. Okay. When but it comes to you, just sing yeah, it. The story of this song is that Grandma's bathing suit was so big, it could be a diaper for a whale. For the one bathing suit that Grandma Otto wore. All right, so. Standing ovation! <laughs> All right, so Emma tells her friend Wendell, who is fishing, that they're delivering laundry and going to Waterville. Yeah. Aw, they're happy with They're how... so cute in that little rowboat. I know. 
and it's it's going on the water. Like yes. you see literally see it surrounded by water. I yeah. mean, the when you think about tech involved in all of what happened with yeah. these with these puppets. And, and CGI did not exist. No. So they're really filming what yes. you're seeing. Yes. Which had to be again, think about the cameras and how yes. they had to set that up. I, I mean, know. it's extraordinary. Yes, it is. Emmett and Ma are very happy with how they harmonized on the song. They sounded great. They sounded great. And Ma says that she can hear the fish applauding. Aw. Emmett thinks that he should pass the hat, but Ma tells him that Pa always said if they pass the hat, they'll end up with a wet fish. True. All right. So she says the fish have about as much money as any of them that year. And Emmett replies, they couldn't have much less. Right on. Mm -hmm. It's true. All right. So as they stop to drop Gretchen Fox's laundry off at her house, Emmett asks what they're going to do for Christmas. What he and Mom are, Ma are yeah. going to do. Gretchen Fox then says to them, uh, you're late every week. And she complains that one of her sheets was scorched. Ma offers to take a bit off her price. And Gretchen leaves. As Ma tries to get Gretchen to pay her laundry bill, which she apparently never does. And Gretchen yeah. Fox, let me tell you, she is dressed to the nines. That, and yeah. she's a little bit of a bitch. That reminds Ooh, me. Can I say that? Um, I think that's approval. It was, I, on, it was, it was on Murphy Brown. Yeah, on, on I think primetime. so. I, I'm just trying to avoid the F-bomb because then I have to make it explicit. But what's interesting is when I said, I told another friend that and they were like, but that's kind of part of the part of your Appeal like my other friend said, but I'm well, still trying not to. I know that that scene reminded me, Casey. I went to see now I can't remember the name of the film. Mrs. Mrs. Eris goes to Paris, and there's a scene like that where she cleans houses. She's a housekeeper, and she goes to ask this woman who has this designer Dior gown mm -hmm. or Versace or whatever, would the House of Dior. So yeah. it's a Dior gown, which is custom made gown in this yeah. beautiful apartment in Paris. Mm -hmm. And the woman is like, well, I just don't have the money to pay you. And then doesn't. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but you can afford the Dior. Mm -hmm. so Very it, interesting. It just really reminded me of that moment in yes. that movie. Yep. All right. So next we have Will Possum asking if they can barter pumpkins for a pair of wool socks Ma knit. Ma agrees and will bake the pumpkins into pies to sell them. So see how she's got, she's really, she's got she explains then to Emmett that she uses the pie money to buy more wool for socks. Right. So, so I think this is a beautiful way to show that, you know, people can work really, really hard, mm -hmm. really, really hard yep. and, still and still have, have not a lot. Exactly. And I think that, I think that that's really, part of me feels like Jim Henson meant mm -hmm. that message to be there. Loud and clear. Right. Driving through town carelessly. Beth, that is my favorite sentence <laughs> you've ever written. Thank you, thank you so much. Wait till my novel comes out in five to 25 years. All right. Driving through town carelessly, the Riverbottom gang, they they stop suddenly. Snake is short. strangling Chuck, <laughs> who's driving. Oh, my God. They're just so horrible. They're so... It's and honestly, I was like, they're kind of like a third grade classroom. It's yeah, an like, indoor it's recess. Like how much you're trying yeah. to manage every day. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they go into the music store for a new string for Snake's guitar because you know a snake can play guitar. Right on. As Emmett and Ma walk down the streets of Waterville, she jokes that they're rich because of her socks and pumpkins and Emmett's odd jobs. She says she has plenty of faith after spending all the years being with Pa, who was a snake oil salesman. 
They joked that there weren't enough people who wanted to oil a snake, so he didn't do well. But um, bump, get it? Uh, uh, we'll be here all. We'll be here all week. Don't yes. forget to tip your waitress. In the window of the music store, Emmett sees a beautiful guitar with mother of the mother of pearl inlays and asks for it for Christmas. Inside the store, now we've got the Riverbottom band and they're playing instruments, upsetting the owner of the store, and Ma calls them hooligans. hooligans. They're hooligans. Which is what I call my students on the daily. That's and the, they're like, don't call us hooligans. That's me. And I'm like, no, it's fine. That's a great word. Mm-hmm. I love the word hooligan. Mm-hmm. It's a playful rift on other meaner words. Yes. And they and they perform shenanigans. They are. Shenanigans mm-hmm. and hooligans. Exactly. Yep. yep. All right. So they leave walking past Ma and Emmett. Chuck declares himself hungry and they drive off. All right. Now. Ma and Emmett talk about the upcoming cold weather and Christmas on their way back to Frogtown Hollow. She tells him to stop talking about Christmas because they don't have enough for regular That's days. so sad. He apologizes. He remembers that the last Christmas before Pa died and how they decorated a branch and Ma played piano. She replies that selling the piano was the hardest thing she ever had to do. He says they've sold just about everything they had since. She says all she has left is a sense of humor and a washtub. Which comes back around the washtub. Mm-hmm. He replies, at least there isn't a hole in the washtub. And then they sing, there ain't no hole in the washtub. They pass Wendell on the way back, who has caught a fish. And Doc Bullfrog does a harmony and declares Emmett and Ma the nicest folks on the river. Speaking of the nicest folks on the river, we have the naughtiest dog on the river, Indy. Next. Indy. Uh, Next, it's morning and has snowed in Frogtown Hollow. Emmett comes out declaring it's cold and says the river is frozen solid. It's so funny. It like froze overnight because it got cold. A river would never freeze (laughs) overnight. It's like fully frozen overnight. Maybe whoever wrote that is from California. And uh, doesn't know. Yeah, it's or true. I, I guess not all of, I guess it freezes in California, but let's say Southern Florida. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Emmett decides to gather wood for Ma as Wendell comes by, telling Emmett that old lady possum will pay him 50 cents to mend her fence. That's a lot of bananas. Yeah. Wendell has no tools. But Emmett says he has Pa's old tools right. and they decide to do it together and split the money. Now, this is so hilarious. Miss Hetty Muskrat comes looking for Ma. Hetty uses the spinning wheel she loaned to Ma and Ma makes tea. It's very sweet. Yes. Very it's a sweet. Nice, I, they're ni- they have a nice friendship. Yes. Okay. So as Wendell and Emmett walk to old lady possum's house, Wendell tells Emmett about a talent contest at the town hall on Christmas Eve. Grand prize, $50. Right. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Even in 1977, that was a lot of money. Yeah. And the scene cuts to Hetty telling Ma about the contest and encourages Ma to sing. Ma doesn't want to enter because she doesn't have a costume oh, to wear. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Emmett and Wendell meet Harvey and Charlie on the way. Those guys want Wendell and Emmett to join their jug band. For the contest. Right. Emmett hesitates because he would have to play the wash tub. And in order to do that, he would have to put put a a hole in it. it. The scene cuts back and forth between Ma and Emmett, wondering how they would make it work to enter the contest. Ma would buy the guitar for Emmett if she won. Emmett would put his prize money into or on a used piano for Ma. 
She wants to hawk Pa's tools, but Emmett uses them for his odd jobs. Do you see the gift of the Magi? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Emmett comes home with a little Christmas branch he cut, just like Pa used to do. And they use a branch because Pa, he couldn't cut an entire tree. No, he couldn't. No. All right. So now there's slide. So they all start sliding down (laughs) onto the frozen river. Pa made that slide and they sing Pa's favorite song. When the river meets the sea. It's beautiful. It is. The next day, Emmett leaves a note for Ma and leaves with the wash tub. Ma left a note as well. And she left with the toolbox, which I didn't put in. Mm-hmm. But they do, all they say is like, I'll be home really late tonight. Yep. They're not like, oh, Ma, I took your stuff. I'll explain. Yep. But they're like, I'm going to be home late. I'll explain later. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. Now we cut to the jug band and they're practicing mm-hmm. their song barbecue, uh, which was pretty cute. It was very cute. This whole thing is cute. Yes. Then we see Ma at Hetty's. She's using Hetty's sewing machine to right. make a costume with the material she bought selling the tools. Mm-hmm. Oh, we see where it's going. We know. Meanwhile, the River Bottom gang snowmobiles past the jug band. They're talking smack and then they leave. They do. They're kind of jerks. They're. So we're going to take a break and listen to we're that. We're going to do yeah. that. We're going to do it. We better head for Waterville. I'd like to be there early for the contest. Boy, I know we're going to win. I just know it. Hey, fellas, do you hear something? Hey, sounds like a car or a motorcycle. I think they're from River Bottom. Look at the birds up in the trees. Yeah, well, we're not birds. We're a junk band. Yeah, practicing for the talent contest. Oh, you are there. Gonna win the talent contest, right, boss? Now we know all of those details. Right. Okay. And y'all got to hear Yoda's voice. Exactly. Uh, although he wasn't Yoda. So, <laughs> case now we're at the contest and Yay! everyone's like super excited because it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> they're getting ready to perform. I love, I love how when Muppets are excited in an audience, they're throwing things. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's really fun is sometimes if you watch closely, it might be a Muppet that's right. thrown. Usually it's um, just like little things, but every once in a while there's a Muppet that gets thrown too. And it's fun too when like when Gonzo's around because he'll fly over everybody. Yes, yes. But he's not in this one. No. Gonzo. Mm-hmm. I love Gonzo. I just want to hug all the Muppets. I know. They're like just I the feel best. like there's one of my favorite, you have to Google this if you've never seen it. It's a little girl and I think it might be the first episode of Sesame Street and she's talking with Kermit and they're doing the ABCs and oh, at the very that's end, the best one. I love you. Yes. Oh, it just warms my heart. Because like, it's the one where she co- says Cookie Monster, A, B, C, D, Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Yes, it it's so, hilarious. so sweet. If you don't know what I'm talking about, give it a go. Yep. It's a great little, I don't know, how long were the sketches on Sesame Street? Not even five minutes. Uh, you no, know, they're very brief. Yeah. Yes. It's the plumber. Mm. I come to fix your sink. Remember that one? <laughs> yes. I think that's electric company. I don't oh, know. you're right. You I, might be right. I, sometimes I am. Forget I said that. No, I think you're right. Okay. Because as soon as I said it, I thought that was a cartoon. Yeah. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Spider Man scared me. Spider Man scared me too much. Oh, okay. I didn't like Spider Man. Another Sesame don't. Street one was five strawberry cakes. And then the baker would fall down the stairs. <laughs> and that's the song of five. Do you remember? You well, of course you you remember my friend Clarence. Yes. He and his friend used to call my yellow festiva. The Tweedlebug car. Oh, it's perfect. I know. Mm-hmm. He actually lifted it with his friend First once was too. me. Then was we. Then came them. And that made all of us. I'm so happy talking about the Muppets. A family. If okay. I were to go upstairs and say, hey, let's talk about the Muppets, I would get crickets. Yep. I would get nothing. I wouldn't even get crickets. I'd get silence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about them in my Why house. Why don't we talk about the Muppets let's anymore? Let's talk Beth. about them all the time. Yes. So I, can I tell Muppets. you, speaking of Muppets, yes. I bought a Kermit the Frog stuffed animal to put in in the clubhouse here. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize when I bought it is that it wasn't like, a, what's the word, copyrighted? It isn't an actual official Muppet oh. Muppet. Okay. And it is the scariest Muppet. You're going to have to show me that. It's upstairs. I got to okay. take it back. Didn't I give you the 50th anniversary Kermit that I had? No, I don't think so. I thought I gave you I that. I would be down here if well, I had it. All right. I don't know where it went Well, then. maybe it's hmm. in your kids' Maybe it's in my closet. Or a closet. Know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Just don't put it in your washer and dryer. Yes. Mine either. Yes. Harrison Fox. He's the mayor of Waterville case. Oh, he's the best. He introduces all the judges. He does. We have James Badger. Yes, we do. Gretchen Fox. Oh, who dear. Didn't want to pay for laundry. Mm-hmm. And Doc Bullfrog. Oh, Who is just a lovely, lovely, lovely frog. Yes. He is the owner case of the town's restaurant called the Riverside Rust. Okay. Which is right on the river. It's, it's beautiful. And you can rest. And you can rest there. Mm-hmm. Also eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. couldn't get frog legs. Probably not. But a bump. <laughs> My grandfather loved frog legs. Oh. I know. They used to serve them in restaurants. I know. Do you think they still do? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's just not our cup of tea. No. First up is Carrot the Dancing Horse. Yes. Next, we have Yancey Woodchuck. Yes. Guess what she sings? Oh, dear. Barbecue. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, suddenly, the jug band has to change their song. Oh, my gosh. It's mid-show. What are they going to do? Well, they're going to go out back and practice a new song. Okay. So that's what they do. All right. Ma goes on. So while they're outside practicing, Ma goes on. So and she sings Our World. Aw. Love can open your eyes in our world. So I feel like I wish I could sing because later on there's like a... I know. Then I you could do I, well, I'm not going to do that because we really want to keep our listeners. Yes. So... <laughs> The jug band Sorry. comes back. <laughs> it's true. She's she's known me a long time. She knows what I'm talking about. Emmett and the jug band comes back in and he realizes that Ma's on stage because he hadn't seen her prior to this because mm-hmm. they were outside. Yep. So he's really, really happy. And when she's done singing, she, everyone's like wildly applauding her. And Emmett's like, you're the best. You're going to win, Mom. And then Emmett and the Frogtown Hollow Jubilee Jug Band performs. Yes. This time they they perform a song called Brothers. Yes. Which I have in my head, but I can't get out. That's okay. That's yes. okay. okay. So they also get a lot of applause. Ma's like, you're certain to win this. Okay. I'm just like a good mama would. Yes. However. Oh, dear. At the last minute. Oh, no. A new band is announced. Oh, boy. It's a rock group known mm-hmm. as The Nightmare. Mm-hmm. And we already know they are. It yes. It is the River Bottom Gang. Yes. They sing River Bottom Nightmare Band. River Bottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> 
What's your favorite part of that? There's a fish <laughs> in a big old like Houdini kind of tank and it spits water and sloshes around in water, which makes me, it's just another one of those, like, how do the Muppets do that? How I is know. that getting wet and not looking wet? I am, you know what? It reminds me of, I think I could be wrong in misremembering this altogether, but I think there was an episode where Captain and Tenille were on the Muppets and they sang Muskrat Love and there were muskrats in a tank swimming around. Okay, we're going to have to I'm gonna, I could be. That. I could be wrong. No. Maybe somehow I think that, but I'm Seems sure Captain like and Tenille would... would absolutely have been good good guests on, oh, the, for on sure. the Muppet Show. For sure. Linda Ronstead was on too a lot. Mm-hmm. And John Denver. Everyone claps. And so now, sadly, Case, the River Bottom Gang, they win. Yes. So Ma, Emmett, and the rest of the jug band are outside. And they're, you know, they're very disappointed and upset because obviously Emmett and Ma had a lot to lose by losing this contest. Yes. She tells him about the costume and he tells her about the wash tub because now she can't do laundry anymore. There's a big old hole in the wash tub. Yeah. And it's kind of a somber moment. And then Doc Bullfrog comes out and he's like, well, the judges were really impressed by both of your acts, but you guys needed a little something extra. He tells them the restaurant's very busy, so he has to go back to work. He wishes them a Merry Christmas, and he leaves. Okay. Then the Jug Band and Ma decide that they need to, that they should just walk the Frozen River because it's actually the fastest route back to Frogtown Holler. Yes. As they're walking, Ma tells the Jug Band that if she'd won, she was going to buy Emmett a guitar. And he's like, oh, Ma, I was going to buy you a piano. And she says that's the nicest present anyone anyone ever tried to give her. Oh, so yes. Sweet. So she says she should feel bad, but she actually feels really good. Yes. And Emmett says, yeah, me too. I feel really good. So she says that they did what Pa would have done. And then all of a sudden Harvey like pulls out his kazoo and he starts playing it. And she's like, I wonder how our two songs would fit together. So she begins to sing her song, which yes. was called Our World. Yes. They 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 kind of join in and they play their world. So now the combined song is called Our World Brothers. Yes. And it's really, really lovely. As it turns out, they they happen to be right outside Doc Bullfrog's restaurant. Well, look at that. I know. How lovely. So everybody comes out and they listen. They come down to listen. And Doc Bullfrog says, hey, you know what? You, I told you guys needed something extra, but what you really needed was each other. Aww. I know. Because, like, when you're a kid and you see that initially and you're like, oh, one of them is going to win. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. It is quite upsetting. Yes. So... So, so then, but Doc Bullfrog is like, or Ma is like, oh, I'm really honored that you liked it. And he says, would you consider working at the Riverside Rust? And so she's like, well, would there be regular pay? And he said, yes, he would pay them regularly and they would also get free meals. And could you start tonight? Oh, I know. Cause you're like, when you're a kid, that's was like, oh no, now they're really poor and they have no things to I know and food. So now they're going to get free food and paid. Yeah. So next scene is they go inside and everyone is like kind of nodding their heads quietly Mm -hmm. along. They're not getting crazy like they were earlier. And then they sing again, Our World Brothers. Yes. So guess who we cut to, Case? Oh, my favorite. Herbie. Yep. Herbie the Frog. Mm -hmm. Herbie the Frog. Yeah. And he's in an orange like a burnt ribbed, ribbed yeah, turtleneck. I love it. Which I said, I just got one of those. I know. And now I want one. So he looks at the camera. The two times Kermit's on, he's talking to the camera and he's the only one talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. He tells us that Emmett and Otter begin to had begun to play regularly after this. 
they started making steadier money. And then from then on, Christmas was a little more merrier on the river. So before I finish, Case, was was I wrong? There wasn't, was there? It was just them singing, huh? It's just them singing. Oh, how did I get that in my head? How did I get that in my head? I don't know, but that was, I did not like add Muppet Show. I don't think, I think I added oh. just Miles. Okay. Captain and Tennille Muskrat Love. So I thought that maybe I would dig a little deeper. But, yeah, yeah, we'll have to go back and look. Because actually, if you if you go and do Muppets, anything Muppets on YouTube, I think everything gets pulled for copyright. Okay. So, well, I have to look a little deeper if I'm wrong. I just feel like I've it's in my head. And I know that they were guests because... Oh, for sure. You know, all the wholesome acts back then were on. Exactly. And they should have been because it was a delightful show. If you have not seen The Muppet Show go watch it strongly recommend i don't know is it it's playing on disney plus right yeah all the muppet stuff is yeah, on most of it. rock and, i think they've had to yeah. pull a few things but yeah for most of it because i think disney now owns the muppets yes i'm pretty sure yes they so do. i think that's why they have yes, exclusive they and so you're not going to find that on youtube then no because they they they're pretty good about pulling copyrighted stuff and i don't blame them yeah they people somebody Somebody made great efforts. Yeah. Somebody made great efforts to create something. They should get paid for it. And when it goes on YouTube and it's not licensed to go on YouTube, then they're not getting paid. Yeah. That's why we have gone to great lengths to find CDs and have not DVDs. DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or we purchase. We we, always purchase. We're either or unless it's streaming and Mm -hmm. the streamers getting. We haven't really done any free YouTube stuff. No. But it, the YouTube we have seen has been licensed because mm-hmm. there are licensed. I mean, you can watch stuff for free on YouTube and it's licensed. So and th- I, it's just important to me that we're not like taking. I, I just feel really strongly that people should get paid for the work. Intellectual property so matters. We, yeah. Yes. Yes. So after after they're done, they're walking home at, at, at Christmas time. So this is still Christmas Eve. They're done working. They're walking home. Ma said, oh, I sure enjoyed my first night's work. And Emmett says it was more fun than doing laundry and odd jobs. Ma wants to do a song for Pa right there and then. And then they play When the River Meets the Sea. Meets the, meets the sea. Aww. The movie ends with the jug band playing an upbeat tune. I don't know what they were. Saying. I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, I don't remember specifically. Even though we just watched it. I know, <laughs> I know. And we've watched it how many times through our lifetimes, right? Yep. So, Case. Yes. I, I want to say we changed our mind, but I'm going to take full blame. <laughs> Last episode, I said, we're not changing our minds again. But then we did. Then and we, we do. But I think we did it for a good cause. Yes. Because we both feel very strongly. We kind of want to honor Olivia Newton-John, it's who died true. this year. Sadly, mm-hmm. she passed away. And we love Olivia Newton-John. She yes. was really a big part of, like, the 70s and 80s. For sure. I mean, the, the music and the movies, the, yes. obviously, Grease and Xanadu and yep. all of the things. So... We are going to review and recap a movie that she did in 1994, also starring Gregory Harrison, called A Christmas Romance. All right. And I have not seen this. If I have, I don't remember. But I will tell you that it sounds, the plot sounds very much like this is like a precursor to all holiday, Hallmark holiday movies. Oh, fantastic. It's got like, I mean... It's, it's got, got flannel. Yeah. It's got a big city. It's, it's got a small it's, town. Well, it's got a big city banker. Yeah. And a widowed wife. Okay. And it comes to a small town. Okay. It's got all the 
ingredients for that recipe. Okay. So I'm really excited to see it. Yay. Yay. All right. So do you have a favorite TV movie from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review? Let us know. Find us on our socials. We're on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast, on Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod One, and on Instagram at Made underscore for underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. You don't even have to look I at it anymore. I don't have to look at it anymore. <laughs> Or give the hashtag MFTVMCPodcast to Goog and you'll find us. You will. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer, and iHeartRadio. If you love us as much as we love you, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook and tell your friends about us. All of your friends. Yes. All over the world. Exactly. And right until on. next time, we'll see you. Right here in the clubhouse.